up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN but this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build the pond. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. <laughs> And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the wow. Round, the round mound of rebound. rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you, and we're hanging out with you here in the uh, 98.9 Jack FM studios. And we're here with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Got a, a good show lined up for you, as always, another baseball-centric episode as we'll talk everything that happened in Major League Baseball last night as the Cardinals keep on winning. They're a nice little offensive output there for them, and Marcus Stroman keeps winning for the uh, Cubs, and the Pirates keep losing. So yep. we'll talk about everything else uh, that happened in baseball as well as what's going on uh, today, and it's a, a back to a 2-10 start time for the uh, Cardinals uh, today, so a little afternoon baseball there in D.C., and then they got to hop on a flight, and they got to hop over across the pond to uh, London as they got a date with the uh, Cubbies coming up on the uh, London series this weekend. And uh, so uh, we'll take a look at where we stand in the uh, Major League Baseball standing since we're only a few uh, days away from uh, July, halfway there through the year. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a thing about that uh, that you'll have to stay tuned for. But I thought it was a good Time to take a look at the uh, standings yeah. to see where we're at here, and especially with a couple of surprise teams uh, up there in there, as well as I uh, told you yesterday about the all-star uh, voting, uh, the update that was last week. Well, then just hours later, they released update number two Naturally. of the all-star voting. So we'll take a look at that. We'll take a look at what changed uh, there and who is currently uh, leading the way for uh, the uh, contenders to uh, Go into the uh, finals of the uh, Phase 2. The voting for that will close uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so the uh, Phase 2 will begin on Monday. So we'll take a look at that as well. As well as uh, something else that's uh, coming up, the NBA Draft. That's right, NBA Draft is uh, coming up on a Thursday. That's tomorrow. So uh, we'll take a look at that. 
looks like we know who the number one pick is yeah. going to be, but uh, we don't know who's going to be a number two A and beyond there. So we'll take a look at uh, a few of that here today and uh, take a look at some other things in the draft tomorrow. And if you want to find out who's going to be picked number two and so on and so forth, you can tune in right here to 99 on the game tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Nice having NBA a draft head coverage yes. for you here on yes. this uh, station. So that is uh, very cool. So we'll definitely be uh, talking an NBA draft the next couple of days as well as we'll take a peek at the uh, College World Series there in Omaha there as the uh, semifinals are set as two elimination games happen uh, yesterday. So we'll take a look at that. And as I was mentioning that uh, we're almost uh, to uh, July and we're almost to halfway uh, through the year. So uh, one of our favorite shows to uh, compile every year is the half of the year pod. And we'll take a look back at the uh, top sports stories so far in the year. And that will be on Friday uh the 30th yes so not this upcoming friday, friday but yeah next friday to uh, close out the uh, month so make sure you are sticking around and uh, stay in tune mm-hmm. uh for that as well as we also got some other things uh planned oh, yeah. that we'll tell you about coming up here uh, soon as well so uh that's a little quick peek into uh, the uh, future of the uh, program but uh we're not looking towards too much into the uh, future uh we need to uh, get right into uh, today's show here on this wednesday it's wednesday you know what that means it's also june 21st mm-hmm. 2023 is it the first official Today day of summer the first official day of summer hmm, nice i thought it was memorial day mm-hmm. but Nope, it's today. Yep, ah, it well, today. happy summer to you yes. uh, out there. I know kids have probably been off for a few weeks now oh, yeah. of school, if not more. But happy summer. Yes, more is the unofficial start of summer. Ah, today is the first official day. It's the summer solstice. Ah, gotcha. Must have missed that class. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right, so let's get this uh, summer started, and uh, let's get this uh, show started, and let's get it off with first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in uh, Major League uh, Baseball, and we're starting off with the uh, game that you heard uh, last night as it was the uh, Cardinals uh, right here on 98-9 as uh, they handled Washington as they won this one 9-2-3. Offense really uh, showed up there in D.C. last night, and in particular, Dylan Carlson uh, finally welcome to the party, young fella, mm-hmm. as he and uh, goes yard not once especially in that second inning 445 feet to center field up in that little grassy knoll that they have there in dc and then he also homered again sending one into the bullpen uh there in the uh, sixth inning and that gave the cardinals the five to one lead and well that was pretty well all that they needed as they ended up winning this one a nine to a three thanks in part to a pair of home runs from Dylan Carlson. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, the the Nationals there, about the only team than the Cardinals with more dysfunction uh, than the Cardinals in the National League. Uh, I saw uh, Gore was in there and, and yelling at his teammates and 
stuff like that. Not not pretty there in, in D.C., but for the Cardinals, yeah, you know, you got the two from Carlson. You got Paul DeYoung, Travis, your boy. Had a yeah, home run as well. Home run in the ninth inning there. Also uh, sent it to a center field as well to mm-hmm. the Knoll out there. And also it was uh, nice to see uh, Carlson. We know his uh, injury struggles, and he's kind of uh, struggled at the uh, plate as well in uh, some instances. And we always talk about – we talked about it yesterday about those trade pieces. Yep. Of whether you're going to be at the deadline, and Carlson would be one of those pieces that you get going that could possibly be dangled out there for some starting pitching or if you wanted to be a seller or whatnot. But uh, so it was nice to see him have a good game, and it was also nice to see Wilson Gutierrez have a good game as well as he was three for four at the plate and he drove in a couple of runs as well. So uh, we talk about a guy that's uh, confidence is shaken. Mm-hmm. throughout this whole season and uh, he was good last night three for four driving in a pair as well to help the team yeah and i thought jordan montgomery also pitched good he did. Travis. seven innings yeah. four hits one earned six k's mm-hmm. that's uh that's good for him right yeah and it was super easy for him it wasn't uh taxing at all going those uh, seven innings it was super easy four hits only giving up one run and striking out six batters and throwing 94 pitches as well, he could potentially have went a little bit longer, but uh, didn't need him. And uh, bullpen, a mm, little traffic on the base pass, mm-hmm. a little uh, giving up a couple of runs for Hagen. Gave up a run, and Woodford gave up a run there in the, the uh, eighth or ninth, the ninth inning, yeah, as uh, that was, say, a 9-3 to three, a final there. But, uh, yeah, again, another player that's kind of uh, – Struggled a little mm-hmm. bit with his record and not what he was as he was in the closing stretch last year was Jordan Montgomery, but he showed up. So Jordan Montgomery, Dylan Carlson, yeah, Wilson Contreras, they all showed up last time. They did, and the, the Cardinals needed that. Now, you, Travis, you have a win streak. I mean, well, we had it yesterday. You did, but now you've extended it. You're four, at four. Four-game win streak now as you got all sorts of win streaks all across some Major League Baseball as uh, got one more impressive one going on in the uh, Central that we'll get to here in a second. But, uh, yeah, like we said yesterday, quietly playing some uh, good baseball and a quietly four-game win streak now for the uh, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of work left to be done, even though Pittsburgh on their losing streak that they are, they still trail by four games in the uh, Central standings of last place. So uh, Cardinals are still there in the uh, cellars, but maybe slowly mm-hmm. working our way uh, back up there. Uh, there. So, uh, Miles Michaelis will be uh, going uh, today uh, for the uh, Cardinals there in uh, D.C., and uh, they will be opposed by uh, Trevor Williams there for uh, the uh, Nationals. He's 3 and 4 on the season, 4.50 ERA for Mr. Williams there. And like I mentioned, this game is at 210 right here on 989 because we got to finish up this game in D.C. and then hop on a flight across the pond, international flight style. As uh, again prepared for the London series on Saturday and Sunday with Chicago there. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of the uh, Cubbies, they continue to win when Marcus Stroman is on the hill as he won his seventh straight decision as the Cubs shut out the uh, Pirates 4-0 to yesterday and another great pitching performance from Stroman. Seven innings didn't allow a run. And he had five hits and five strikeouts as well. And the Cubs 
got the win, four to zip. Another shutout against Pittsburgh. That's two in a row mm. against the Pirates. We won yesterday. Yeah, two, two in a row. Eight to nothing. But, Travis, I would like for you, when you talk about Marcus Stroman, to address him as NLERA leader, Marcus Ah, Stroman. yeah, nice. I, I, I mean, I think the man deserves that with yeah. his 228 ERA. And, again, all I can keep saying is, why are we not talking with him? Yeah, I know. Or we better be getting a haul. Yeah, or One something. of the two. But, it, like... you, you know, you talk about the Cardinals not knowing what to do. If you're this Cubs team, what do you do? Right. You're only three and a half back now of the Reds, mm-hmm. who may never lose again. So you may <laughs> yeah. you may want to give up on that. But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know what Chicago is going to do because I think the Cubs have more – pieces that they could get rid of than the Cardinals do. You talk about a Cody Bellinger now that he's healthy. You talk about, um, you know, obviously not happy. You just signed him to a uh, extension, but, you know, possibly Nico, Barnhart, Stroman. You got a lot of pieces there if you're Chicago that you could get rid of if you wanted to. I don't think the fan base wants that. No. I, I think the fan base is like, hey, we're three and a half out. Why are we contending but you know you talked at the beginning of this month travis about the london series being so important for the cardinals i think it's important for the cubs too yeah because i think it's kind of a teetering point because if you go in there now the worst thing that could happen for both of our teams is we each go in there and win one and lose one yeah because then we're right back to square one (laughs) but if you're chicago and you go in there and and you know you're on a, a win streak going in you know whether it be you beat pittsburgh today and and you know if you take two from the cardinals over in london then maybe you got a shot at the central and maybe you're not. Mm. But if you lose today and then you lose two more to St. Louis, yeah, maybe you're out of it. Maybe you start right. looking at it that way. So uh, this weekend series is going to be very interesting for both these teams. Yeah. And that's uh, so weird. They're three and a half back. Like you said, three games below 500, but yep. uh, that's what this uh, NL central, uh, central is. So uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, pivotal for uh, both of the uh, ball clubs here. And they'll be actually going here in a little bit as it's a little 1135 AM start time there yeah, in early. Pittsburgh today. Hey, you don't mind that uh, with, uh, right. they have to hop on to their international flight as well and Kyle Hendricks what a pitching matchup this is Kyle Hendricks going up against Rich Hill today oh boy so Rich Hill on the mound for you against former Cubs yeah. former Cub. <laughs> yeah so the uh, ageless wonder that is Rich Hill so we'll see if uh, the Cardinals can uh, enter on a uh, win streak of their own and mm-hmm. we'll see if the Cubs can win uh, three in a row going over to uh, London uh, there Let's take a look at what else happened in uh, MLB uh, from uh, last night. Uh, the uh, Braves, they won over the uh, Phillies of 4-2. to two. Spencer Strider gets his eighth win of the season. He struck out nine in the uh, win, and that was his uh, first start in Philadelphia after that uh, postseason uh, loss. They got roughed up a little bit. Uh, Baltimore, they got the win over the uh, Rays, 8-6 to uh, six as, man, the Yankees released Aaron Hicks, and all he does is he flirted with uh, Live Golf, I think, and then he came here to Baltimore, and he had a homer for RBIs to help uh, lead the way, and uh, they almost blew it, though. Uh, but Baltimore hung on to get the dub as they're right behind the race, as we'll see mm-hmm. in the standings coming up when we look at it a little bit later. Uh, the Tigers, they could only muster up two hits. The Royals could only muster up one run, but that was good enough to win. As it was one to two a zero, as uh, Dustin Lynch had or Daniel uh, 
Daniel Lynch had uh, seven innings of one hit baseball there. So I threw a gym. Uh, the uh, Blue Jays, they shut out the uh, Marlins a 2 a 2 a 0. The uh, Yankees and Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole wins a- again. He's 8 and 1 on the season and kind of threw a up and in and wagged his finger a little bit and yeah. struck out 15 Seattle Mariners as well. Or maybe that's uh, 15 times, I guess. Yeah. For some reason, that's significant. Well, we have stats for everything, Travis. <laughs> wagged his someone's finger a, 15 times. Someone's a finger wagger stat. <laughs> Uh, and the Yankees won three to one. That's all that matters to me. Uh, the Reds, like we mentioned, they may never lose again as they won again against the Rockies, and now their win streak is at ten double digits here as they went eight to six against Colorado last night. So ten game winning streak for Cincinnati. How about that? How about it? I That's mean, it's crazy. Like I said, they're never gonna lose again. That's just crazy. Uh, the Guardians, they win in extras over the A's, 3-2-10. Uh, to two and ten. The Red Sox won over the Twins, 10-4. to four. Uh, The Brewers, they won over the uh, Diamondbacks, 7-2-5. to five. They had to overcome a four-run deficit to do so. Uh, the Astros, they beat the Mets, 4-2, uh, to two as Valdez kind of outshines Verlander in his uh, pitching return there to uh, Houston and Houston gets the last laugh, too. Uh, the uh, Giants, they walked it off against the uh, Padres, a 4-3. to a three. And uh, so or they walked it off with a walk-off walk. Right. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, there and Jock Peterson. The Cup. Giants, they're playing hot baseball, too. Mm-hmm. Nine in a row for San Francisco. Was the Dodgers shutting out the Angels a two to zero as Clayton Kershaw throws a, a gem there, yep. and he picks up his ninth win on the season. And I saved this one for last I was hoping you would. because the White Sox saying the uh, Rangers, White Sox won a seven to a six, but Rangers losing a tough one after a uh, call was reversed there at the plate. Yep, uh, said their catcher was uh, blocking the plate, so yep. the White Sox ruled. Uh, that uh, that run counted, and mm-hmm. he was safe after being initially called out. Two outs in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. And the White Sox get the review and got right. the call and got mm. the win. Yeah, that so was a tough way to lose. Yeah, in particular because I think that they missed that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have been called safe. Like, I don't really see any problems of the – Texas catcher yep. uh, blocking the plate at all or what happened before that, I think, was the explanation of what didn't give a clear path or something. Yeah, it was catcher interference. Yeah. Um, I, again. I didn't like the call at all. Uh, I didn't either. Um, but, mm. Mm-mm-mm. Definitely uh, missed it there and uh, dumbfounded and embarrassing. Yeah, blocked the plate illegally is what. Is what, what Bruce is. is what Bruce Bochy called a dumbfounding and embarrassing call that gave him the win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, missed one there in Chicago. Well, and again, it sets a precedence now because if you're another catcher, you're going. Well, you look at this video and go, "Well, what do I do?" Right. Because the catcher himself even said, "You know, I asked the umpire what I could have done differently. Set up on the corners. I even backed up. I don't know what else to do." It's upsetting. I don't know how you can block the plate from behind the plate. Right. So exactly. I uh, you got me on that one. Yeah, I get the rule. 
of trying to protect, and this was a long time ago with Buster Posey, but right. Yeah, this was a a bad one. And Travis, I think plays like this should not go to New York for a replay booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I just don't think that New York should be calling this game and this play. Yeah. Like it's if, definitely yeah. definitely tough. I I I just think you gotta you gotta go with the umpiring crew that's there. I mean, the ump was right on it, and he mm-hmm. didn't initially call it. Right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, New York has extra eyes there. Sometimes it's good to get the call right. And sometimes we nitpick yep. a little bit and get the call too right. Robo-ump. I guess. <laughs> Whoa, now, robo-umps. Uh, it won't come next year. We already know that. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I noticed, I'm actually watching the video of the playback. As soon as it's over, Elvis Andrews immediately goes, check. Go check it. Right, Like, yeah. immediately. So... Maybe he saw something we didn't see, but to me, it it's a clear, you know, I don't think you can make it any clearer that right. he wasn't impending. You know, he left a whole half the plate open for Elvis Andrews to get there. So yeah. maybe Elvis thought he beat the throw, and that's why he was pointing, you know, go. I think so. And challenge it. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to lose? You're tied. You know, you still have a chance right. the ninth. You might as well use it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they came back and said, not that he did or didn't beat the throw, but that it was a rule issue is just absolutely mm-hmm. bonkers. Right, yeah, I think that's probably why you wanted it reviewed mm-hmm. uh, there. But, uh, hey, Rangers, drop one, and they'll be uh, back at it and back at it tonight. I think Elvis Andrews uh, gets some uh, high heat from somebody. Uh, yeah, possibly. It's potentially mm-hmm. a story there. Uh, Baltimore and Tampa, they're already uh, playing a today in the bottom of the first. So are the Blue Jays and Marlins there. Rockies and Reds are starting as soon as well. And the Reds will see if their win streak can keep going. Uh, the Royals against the Reds afternoon baseball. Zach Galleon going for the Diamondbacks against Milwaukee today. Uh, New York and the Astros. Christian Javier going for Houston. Uh, Aaron Nola going for the Phillies against the uh, Braves. Uh, Seattle, Luis Castillo going against the uh, Yankees, uh, A's, and uh, Guardians. Red Sox, Twins, as we're finally starting to get into some evening ball. It's Martin Perez against Michael Kopech for the Rangers and White Sox matchup. Padres and uh, Giants, you got you Darvish going for San Diego. And in the battle for L.A., Dodgers versus Angels, it's uh, Shohei Otani going for the angels tonight there so uh that's a look at what happened uh, from last night and a look at uh, the uh, schedule for uh today but uh right now let's uh, step away and uh, let's uh, regroup and let's take a look at again the all-star voting for the uh, midsummer classic uh, there in uh, seattle and who's uh, leading the way at the positions a couple things have changed uh there as we uh, get close to the uh, voting closing and entering into a phase two but get update number two on the all-star voting coming up next here on the star lineup from the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. 
This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. When you go outdoors, take us with you. This is Amy at Medi's Distinctive Lighting. You can own the nighttime with amazing deck and floodlights, post lamps, and landscape lights. Then add an outdoor ceiling fan for that tropical island feel. Light up your deck, pool, or kids' play areas with safety and style. Medi's guarantee our prices to meet or beat any advertised price on the same product. Transform your outside space into a well-lit oasis. Medi's Distinctive Lighting on the airport road and on Facebook. Bob's Discount at FM is gearing up for their spectacular grand reopening event June 24th from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. You won't want to miss this incredible celebration. Swing by and meet the new local owners, Doug and Amy Conkling, as well as Phil and Missy Miller. That's not all. Register for some amazing prizes like a Camden reclining sofa, Rustic Shores powered chair side table, Tuscan Hill seven-piece dining room set, and many, many more. They'll also be serving up free hot dogs, chips, and drinks from 11 to 1. Join Bob's Discount on South Route 45 at FM June 24th for the grand reopening. Tired of watching your neighbors enjoy their pools while you miss out? Invest in your own family summer fun with a Doughboy Pool from Leisure Times. Doughboy Pools are known for their affordability, strength, and top-notch quality of above-ground pools. Say goodbye to envy and hello to your own pool oasis with the help of Leisure Times and Doughboy Pools. Visit the Leisure Times showroom at 1205 West Jefferson in Effingham to get started with a new Doughboy Pool. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming, welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one, including the fantastic Whitney Western Art Museum. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. Things are moving right along at JNR Collision Centers in Teotopolis. We are finishing up the transition of our newest location at 1424 East Fayette Avenue. If you have an accident, let us guide you through the repair process. We can assist you with your insurance claim, regardless of the insurance company, and ensure a timely, safe, and proper repair. Please stop by our newest location on Fayette Avenue and let us show you what customer service and quality are all about. JNR Collision Centers, now with five locations to assist with all your collision repair needs. And now, the starting lineup. The Memphis. Memphis. Turn around three for Douglas. Let's go into overtime. On 98.9, the game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. Let's take a look at the All-Star voting updated yesterday as uh, it was. Some things have changed uh, going into uh, the uh, final hours of phase number one. And, of course, the leading vote-getter in each league will receive an automatic spot in their team's starting lineup. Beyond those two players, the top two of vote-getters at each position and the top six outfielders will advance to uh, phase two of the uh, voting, which ends on tomorrow. And the voting process will begin on Monday. But if an outfielder is the league's leading vote-getter, only the next four outfield finalists will move on to phase two to determine who starts the two remaining uh, spots uh, there. Let's start in the American League at uh, first base. Uh, currently, as of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., increased his lead over Yandy Diaz uh, there. And Anthony Rizzo is still a, a distant third mm-hmm. there as the top five stayed the same from uh, yesterday's update. And uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Yandy Diaz look to be uh, the uh, finalists uh, there. The Rays haven't had a position player start the All-Star game since Corey Dickerson did it in 2017, but uh, Diaz is on a track to advance to the next phase mm-hmm. of voting, while Guerrero is looking to nail down his third consecutive All-Star game start. Uh, Marcus Simeon, he's still number one there for a second base from the Rangers, but we have a uh, swap as Whit Merrifield for the Blue Jays takes over a second place as he overtook Jose Altuve there of the Astros there. Simeon's one of several Rangers in the running to end the team's nine-game drought without an all-star starter and uh, still has a sizable lead here, but Merrifield and Altuve swap spots as Merrifield made two all-star teams with the Royals, but he's never started uh, the all-star game. And Altuve has earned eight all-star selections and four starts there. So looks like it's Simeon or Merrifield uh, there, but Merrifield and Altuve are close for two and three. At third base, it's Matt Chapman still leading the way from the uh, Blue Jays as he got the lead over Josh Young there from the uh, Rangers and Rafael Devers in a, a distant third there. And Jose Ramirez for the Guardians has skyrocketed up here. He jumped into the top four as he was ninth last wow. week in the last update but now at number four, overtaking Alex Bregman there as well. Uh, and uh, um, let's see, the uh, Rangers are looking uh, for, uh, Young is looking to become the first Rangers rookie to start an All-Star game since the franchise moved to Texas, and uh, Chapman is in search of his first All-Star game start and his second selection overall. And I thought this was uh, uh, crazy that the last time someone other than Devers, Ramirez, or Bregman started an All-Star game at third base for the AL was in 2016 when Manny Machado mm. was there at the hot corner. At shortstop, ah, Bo Bouchette increased his lead here as he's now over a million of votes here and his now lead is 700 
1,000 votes uh, there. Corey Seeger is in a second place pretty comfortably over Wander Franco there from the Rays. Uh, Bichette extended his lead since the first update. While Seeger put some more distance between him and Franco, Bichette would be the first Blue Jays shortstop to start an All-Star game in the franchise's history. If that happens, here's the American League of Vote Getter. Leading vote getter is at a designated hitter, Shohei Otani, there with 1.885 million votes, and he has a very sizable lead 1.3 million votes lead over the second leading candidate and Brandon Belt, there for the Blue Jays. So, mm-hmm. Brandon Belt. Tough luck for him mm-hmm. uh, because Otani not only is on the mound tonight, but he leads the majors in homers, RBIs, and on-base percentage, and he's on a track to earn the automatic starting nod for the AL vote-getter, and it would be uh, Shohei's third straight All-Star game start. At a catcher, it's Aldi Rauchman still leading at number one for Baltimore, but we do have a swap here as Salvador Perez is now a number two for the Royals, and Jonah Him for the Rangers was in second place, but Perez and Him swap spots there. Rauchman would be the first Orioles all-star starter at catcher since Terry Kennedy did it back in 1987, and uh, Salvador Perez, a seven-time all-star and six-time all-star starter behind the plate, has pulled ahead of Him, but less than 3,000 votes separate those two and Alejandro Kirk for the Blue Jays last year's starting catcher is close behind a Perez and him. Um, but still, I think it's between Perez or him there. Mm-hmm. In the outfield, Aaron Judge currently is the number one vote getter there in the outfield ahead of Mike Trout. And we have a new number three as Raniel Rosarina is the now number three. He swaps spots with Yaron Alvarez there and we also have Kevin Kiermeyer at five George Springer at six and Aldis Garcia there at the seventh again like I mentioned top six for outfielders advanced on since so Shohei Otani is the leading vote getter there at designated hitter come on Seattle Julio Rodriguez falls even more he goes from ninth to now he's in 11th mm-hmm. there so not looking good for a start for the hometown team Julio Rodriguez uh, there in the National uh, League. Before we move on, Travis, I have to I have to point out the absolute travesty that this is. What? You mentioned it. Vlad Jr. leading at first base. Mm-hmm. Whit Merrifield second base is second. Matt mm-hmm. Chapman third base is first. Bo Bichette shortstop is first. Outfield, you got three out of the top nine are all Blue Jays. You got at the catcher spot. Kirk is fourth, and then you got designated hitter Brandon Belt is second for a team that is fourth in the AL East. Yeah, they're. Uh... It's not fair that an entire country votes for one team. <laughs> yeah, all of Canada showing out for Toronto. Second year in a row this has happened, where the Blue Jays <laughs> just take over. At least last year they were leading the AL East at this point in time, I believe, if not second. Mm-hmm. This year, they're ten and a half games behind the race. They should not have the entire <laughs> starting infield of the All-Star game. Right, yeah. If they were that good, they wouldn't be fourth place in the AL East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Hey, again, that's what we talked about yesterday about the problems with fan I hate voting. It. Hate it. <laughs> uh, at a first base for the National League, uh, Freddie Freeman is uh, still leading the way, and he even increased his lead to over a million of votes. So he looks like he's a shoe in to uh, start at first base. Matt Olson, who took over for Freddie Freeman mm-hmm. there in Atlanta, he now slides into the number two spot as Pete Alonso, as he was on the IL, and maybe that's kind of the reason. For for the slip up his early return as he actually returned during the Cardinal yep. series. And so maybe He's have some last-minute votes uh, for him to jump back in there. And Paul Goldschmidt's still at number four there. And a Trey Mancini is still at five. Yeah, with 159,000 votes, Travis. Yeah. He is not getting anywhere close. No. But he's the closest Cub. Right. At a second base, no surprise here. Luis Ariza for the Marlins is leading the way here. Ozzy Albies there is in the second spot. But Nolan Gorman is at third. Unfortunately, he's a distant third uh, there with mm. Albies. So probably not going to get in that phase two. No. Uh, there, if Ariza still holds the lead after Phase 2, this would be the second straight year a Marlon second baseman would win the fan vote as Jazz Chisholm Jr. did it last year, even though an injury prevented him from playing in the game. Uh, Nolan Arnato still leads the way at a third base for the Cardinals as he has a uh, good lead, a 100,000 vote lead over Austin Riley and Max Muncie. There is in third place, but overall the top five has stayed the same. This would be the fifth career all-star star for Arenado, while Austin Riley would be looking for his first time appearance there. At shortstop for the Braves is Orlando Arcia. He still has the lead, and it's a sizable lead. Out of that, he increased it to over 500,000 votes over Francisco Lindor. And Xavier Bogarts is a third as it's close, but... Still got a lot of work to mm-hmm. left to do. And uh, Trey Turner jumps in at two of the uh, top five. And Dansby Swanson dropped one as he's now in sixth place. Yep. There. Yep. Designated hitters, J.D. Martinez currently leading the way over Bryce Harper, even though Bryce Harper is uh, coming on. And uh, Travis Darno. He actually moved up a little bit, but he's in a distant third. So it looks like it'll be a J.D. Or Bryce Harper moving on to a phase two there. Sean Murphy currently leading the way for the Braves at the catcher position. And Will Smith is in the second spot. But JT Romuto, he made a nice move as he's in the top three now. He had, he gained 190,000 votes from last week. And he's in the third spot there. But still a distant third from Will Smith. Uh, there in the outfield we got Ronald Acuna Jr. for the Braves he has over 2.2 million all-star votes as he's the leading all-star vote getter overall Mookie Betts is number two he has over 1.4 million votes and we have a new number three as his teammate jumped him as it was Real Skrill Jr. for the Diamondbacks well Corbin Carroll goes from fifth to a third so a pair of teammates mm-hmm. battling for that all-star start. And but Corbin Carroll now slides in at number three of the uh, sensation there for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're only separated by 1,000 votes, so fairly close race uh, there. But again, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the leading vote getter overall. So the top uh, four would advance to the uh, final two spots mm-hmm. there. So... Uh, Juan Soto may be out from that aspect, but it's only 70-some thousand votes. That's not a lot No. Uh, there, but uh, 
That was the update that came out yesterday uh, there from the National League. Did you mention DH? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. J.D. Martinez. Christopher Morrell at fifth place for the Cubs. Yeah, fifth Just place. Just to put that out. But Travis, I, I have a thing to say about the NL here, and maybe it's because all the teams have not been great, but the Central, six players, that's it for the NL Central. Mm-hmm. Out of, you know, 15, 20, uh. 30, or, yeah, 30, 39 players, six from the NL Central. Mm. Yeah. That's not, that that shows the NL Central fans are not paying attention, not tuning in, and not voting. Right, yeah, and Braves and the East are kind of dominating mm-hmm. uh, there, especially with the uh, Marlins, man, yep. the, uh, Olsen right there, number two for, uh, first base, so at least the NL East is showing up. Yeah, and the West, and the West, yeah. But that's you know, right. It's just it's just the NL Central. There's just, I mean, Arenado, Goldschmidt, and Gorman for the Cardinals. That's it. No Wilson Contreras anywhere. Um, yeah, no, he's not even in the top no, ten. No. Um, and then for the Cubs, Mancini, and which is basically a sympathy vote because. 195 is not getting anywhere close. That's just Cubs fans who voted all Cubs. Yeah. And no one else voted for anyone else in first place, uh, in first base. So it's just then all central. Most passionate fans not showing up. Right, yeah. And I wonder if, uh, you know, Ellie De La Cruz would get some uh, late votes there, but I don't even know if he was on the ballot. I think yeah. he just have to write him in. Yeah. There and probably who knows he could be eligible for a fan vote uh, there with the last person in uh, potentially mm-hmm. or just added as a roster addition anyways in case we have to replace someone that's injured or uh, something like that. So right. still could potentially uh, see that phenom uh, play in the game. But uh, that is update number two of the All Star voting uh, there. So we'll have to see who advances on in phase two and voting for phase two will begin on Monday there so uh, hopefully Arenado can hold on to the uh, third base lead uh, there for the Cardinals to represent at the Midsummer Classic and the Hats not a fan no they're blah blue or whatever Mm -hmm. that is or green maybe I don't even know it's kind of mint green I would describe it as but uh, blah for the Hats no go for me uh, but uh, let's take a look at the uh, standings where we have uh, as we get in close to the All-Star game. And so uh, let's take a look at that coming up next. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's a summer tradition in Effingham, the Sacred Heart Parish Picnic, June 24th and 25th. 
Picnic Grounds open 5 p.m. Saturday, June 24th and noon Sunday, June 25th. Enjoy hamburgers, brats, and funnel cakes, as well as a chicken and ham dinner from 11 to 6 Sunday in our parish center. There's fun for the whole family. Inflatables, flea market, shamrock, race to the cross, 5K, 10K, and one-mile fun run, bingo, food, and games. Our raffle grand prize is $15,000. Raffle tickets available at the church, at the picnic, or at sacredheartraffle.com. Enjoy live music with Max Harmon, Danny Shelton and the Bird Dogs, Firebox, Face Orchestra, and Cumberland Divide. Our online auction is open until Sunday, June 25th at bidschmid.com. Special thanks to our Platinum Event Sponsors, Andy's Healthmart Pharmacy, J&J Ventures, Landfill 33, New Car Dealers Association, Sanitation Services, and Washington Savings Bank. Join us at the Sacred Heart Picnic, June 24th and 25th. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You're good. You know it. You do your job well. Very well. You know it. But you're feeling a little restless. You're ready for something more. You're ready to hone your skills in a challenging and rewarding environment. You're ready for long-term stability and first-class continual training. You're ready to work with your hands. And your heart. You're ready for a changing season. And a change of scenery. With a new career at Janssen's Heating and Air. We have immediate openings on our superstar squad. You're reliable, drug-free, humble, honest, and ready to learn. And you'll reap the rewards, including a solid paycheck and a flexible schedule. Plus insurance, 401k, and other perks of employment. You don't need to be perfect. You've just got to be good. But you are. You know it. And at Janssen's Heating and Air, you're going to get even gooder. Gooder? Is that a word? It is now. Begin your journey today. Pick up an application at Janssen's headquarters in Effingham. Or apply online at janssensheating.com. Hey, it's springtime. And much like Mother Nature, I'd say them taste buds could use a good refresh, too. And nothing says great, refreshing taste quite like the taste of an ice-cold and always crisp Dr. Pepper. Oh, you know, that's not a bad idea. I thought of that. I could do that, yeah. Grab your Dr. Pepper 24-packs at your local retailer today and go ahead and have yourself a refreshing spring with oh-so-refreshing Dr. Pepper. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars, because when cell and internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Man, I'm so tired of looking for a new home. Prices are high and service is ridiculous. 
Have you tried GMJ County Acres of Kimundi? No, why? Wow, you're missing out. They have the lowest prices and are the number one Google-rated dealer in Illinois. They do their own concrete and deliveries and sets, so they know their customers are getting good service. Do they have many homes to see? Oh, yeah. With 25 displays and four manufacturers to order from, you're sure to find what you're looking for. They even have lenders for most credit types. Wow, I'm going to GMJ County Acres of Kimundi on the corner of Route 37 and Canoga Road to buy me a home. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. And now... The starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hoover's Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game. Area Fry Sports Center update. St. Louis City SC will try to snap their three-game winless streak when they host Real Salt Lake at City Park tonight. St. Louis coming off a 3-1 road loss against Nashville on Saturday. City are in first place in the Western Conference with nine wins, two draws, and six losses for 29 points. Tonight's match kicks off at 7.30 p.m. Chicago Fire FC will go for their first league win in over a month when they visit the Portland Timbers at Providence Park tonight. Chicago hasn't played since June 10th when the club lost 2-1 at home against Columbus. The Fire are in 14th place in the Eastern Conference with three wins, eight draws, and six losses for 17 points. Tonight's match kicks off at 9.30 p.m. The Fever began a four-game road trip to tomorrow night. Indiana will be visiting the Seattle Storm at Climate Pledge Arena. The Fever are hoping to bounce back from their most recent battle, a six-point loss to the Atlantic Dream. Indiana is currently last in the Eastern Conference, a record of 4-7. and seven. Seattle's fourth in the Western Conference at 3-7. and seven. Tyreek Hill is once again finding himself in trouble, according to WPLG-TV in Miami. The Dolphins wide receiver is under investigation on allegations of assault battery at a Miami Beach marina. Hill allegedly hit a marina employee during a, quote, disagreement on Sunday. A 29-year-old slapped the employee on the back of the head. The employee has declined at press charges at this time. In a statement, team spokesperson said the Dolphins acknowledged the recent report and are investigating further. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here. Travis Sparks and Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hit there. Mm, Cheetah mm. in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Ouch. They're going to need DeAndre Hopkins and Delman Cook to come in there. Yeah, I guess so. Looks like it. Let's take a look at uh, some of uh, the standings in uh, Major League Baseball as we head towards uh, July. Currently right now in uh, the uh, East and the uh, best record in uh, the American League. And, yep, the best record in baseball even. Uh, the Rays right there hold a four-game lead over Baltimore and a nine-and-a-half-game lead over the uh, Yankees. It's okay, though. Baltimore and New York are in the top two spots in the uh, wild mm-hmm. card. Uh, the Twins currently have a one-game lead over the uh, Guardians, four and four-and-a-half up on the Tigers and White Sox, respectively. And they also got the uh, Rangers, yes, the Rangers, yeah. leading in the uh, West as they have a five-game lead over the Angels and a five-and-a-half-game lead over the Astros. Seattle all the way back down there at nine uh, games back. Rangers with the best run differential in the American League. Yeah, they've been really good Mm -hmm. uh this season finally starting to put those uh, pieces uh, together uh there in boston 
Uh, they are 11 games back, but they currently have the longest winning streak going on in the American League. Six-game win streak mm. for the Red Sox. And the Angels right now would be in the playoffs as they have the half-game lead over the Astros in the wild card for that third and final spot. Uh, one of one back for Toronto and one and a half back for the uh, Red Sox. Over in the uh, National League in the East, you got the Braves. They sit on top five and a half on the uh, Marlins, nine up on the Phillies, and 13 up on the uh, Mets. Ooh. Mets didn't think they were going to be in fourth place. No. Uh, there. Uh, the Reds, uh, with their uh, 10-game winning streak, are half game up on the uh, Brewers, like Eric mentioned, three and a half up on the Cubs, four on the Pirates, and eight on the uh, Cardinals there. Cubs, though, still the only one with a positive run differential in the NL Central. Uh, yeah, plus 21. Yep. Nice. Cardinals have a minus seven, so. That's second best, by the way, just point right. that out. They used to be number one. Uh, the uh, Diamondbacks, they're two and a half up on the uh, Giants, three and a half on the Dodgers, eight and a half, uh, eight and a half on the uh, Padres uh, there. Uh, Rockies, minus one and one mm-hmm. run differential. Not Ouch. good. And currently right now in the wild card standings would be the Marlins in the top spot, Giants and the Dodgers, the third and final spot. Milwaukee and Philadelphia both trail by two, and the Cubs are five with the same odds, five games back as the Padres right now. And the Cardinals, nine and a half back mm-hmm. in the wild card mm-hmm. <laughs> there. So... Uh, it's a quick peek at the uh, standings uh, there, and uh, let's uh, close out the show. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, NBA draft coming up uh, tomorrow to uh, close out the show. Coming up here on the starting lineup, the starting lineup from ninety-eight nine The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. The Toyotas are here at Dan Heck Toyota in Effingham, and we invite you to our summer celebration sale going on now. SUVs like Highlander and RAV4, sedans like the best-selling Camry and the all-new Prius, and of course, tough and dependable Tundra and Tacoma trucks. We have them ready for you to drive home. Bring your trade-in, your title, or payment book, and let us save you more during our summer celebration sale. Only at Dan Heck Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Come on out to the 152nd Jasper County Fair this evening and bring the family. Cotton candy, lemon shakeups, corn dogs, taffy, I could go on and on, but you just need to come out and see for yourself. This evening's grandstand event is the non-sanctioned tractor and truck polls starting at 6. Come early and get you a bite to eat, then watch the action. Tomorrow, there will be the Three Times a Lady concert with three wonderful ladies singing famous hits by Emmylou Harris, Linda Ronstadt, and Dolly Parton. They are really fantastic. Starting at 7.30, see you at the fair. 
It seems like everything is going up. The temperature outside, the price of gas and groceries, and probably your stress level. Don't let what to do for dinner contribute to your stress. Come to Niemerg's, relax in our comfortable dining rooms, drink an ice-cold Miller Lite, and enjoy our huge salad bar and tasty entrees and don't have any concerns about cleanup or doing the dishes. Niemerg's staff is here to serve you just like we have been the past 44 years. And don't forget the coconut cream pie. Bob's Discounted FM is gearing up for their spectacular grand reopening event June 24th from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. You won't want to miss this incredible celebration. Swing by and meet the new local owners, Doug and Amy Conkling, as well as Phil and Missy Miller. That's not all. Register for some amazing prizes like a Camden reclining sofa, Rustic Shores powered chairside table, Tuscan Hill seven-piece dining room set, and many, many more. They'll also be serving up free hot dogs, chips, and drinks from 11 to 1. Join Bob's Discount on South Route 45 at FM June 24th for the grand reopening. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. As summer heats up, so do mosquito problems. The Effingham County Health Department reminds you that West Nile virus is spread by infected mosquitoes. Since dead birds are important sentinels for West Nile virus activity, the Health Department will be accepting eligible dead birds for testing until October 15th. If you find a dead bird, please place in a plastic bag and put on a cold pack or bag of ice if possible. Then contact the Effingham County Health Department at 342-9237 to arrange pickup. And now... And I also asked, Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, i tell you what, it's, um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup. We're only here on 98.9. We'll just a, a little a bit uh, longer. Tomorrow night is the uh, NBA draft. And like we mentioned at the uh, top of the show, you can hear it right here on 98.9 as the uh, next NBA superstars will be uh, drafted there as the San Antonio Spurs are on the clock. But they won't think it over too long as Victor Wembyama looks like he's going to go uh, number one overall, just yep. his height and his, his skill set, and they got guard skills at that height. He may not be asked to throw out the first pitch again, right? But hey, you see that uh, ball in his hand, the baseball? No, I didn't. Oh uh, man, it's so tiny. It looked like Andre the Giant holding a can or something. Oh man, it was uh, quite the sight, and probably skip his first pitch if you didn't see that. Yeah, I, I definitely will, Travis. Uh, skip it. You talk about uh, big shoes to fill for this kid. Yeah. Com- scouts comparing him to LeBron. Yep. And the last time the Spurs picked number one, the last two times, David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Those turned out pretty well. Right. Those turned out pretty well. Yep, pretty uh, solid choices there. And who's going to go uh, number two? Is it going to be a Scoot Henderson or is it going to be a Brandon Miller? Scoot uh, played in the uh, G League Unite 
uh, team. And uh, Brandon Miller, of course, is the uh, forward from Alabama uh, there. Hornets hold the second pick, and the Trailblazers are right there uh, for number three. So whoever goes number two, probably Portland will scoop them up uh, there. It's all about who's going to fit uh, where uh, there, and it's really kind of up in the air on is it going to be Scoo or Brandon Miller. And I'll tell you why it may not matter. Are you going to tell us now or are you going to tell us oh, in the pod? I'm going to tell you in the pod. All right. I'm going to tell so. you in the pod, so make sure you stick around for that. Why it may not matter based off of history. Mm, gotcha. And we'll also uh, take a look at some other impact players in the uh, draft, what we're looking out for, at least from the uh, Big Ten uh, perspective there and who's going to go where in that aspect. And also we got an update on the College World Series as well coming up in the uh, pod. So stick around. Yes, sports history and uh, baseball. More baseball That's talk. That's right. And uh, so coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup as we got some stuff to uh, clean up from the uh, Trestle show. We got uh, still more NBA draft talk and we got this date in uh, sports history coming at you. We also got the uh, College World Series to update you on as well as some NASCAR to get into as well coming up here in the podcast. So. Is there anything on uh, Sports Center that you wanted to clean up before we get to uh, any of that? Yeah, let's uh, get into this. Uh, the Rams they bring back a familiar face, Travis, to their running back room. They announced they have signed yeah. free agent running back Sonny Michelle on Tuesday. He returns to the Rams after playing the 2021 season with the team, helping them win a Super Bowl. The 28-year-old rushed for 106 yards in 10 games with the Chargers last season. Drafted by the Patriots in the first round of the 2018 draft. Also won a Super Bowl with New England as well. Mm-hmm. Coming back. Yes. And as we talked about, it's now official. Major League Baseball's off-site game next year will have no connection to Iowa's Field of Dreams. The league says a June 2024 game will pit the Cardinals against the Giants at Rick Wood Field in Birmingham, Alabama. The field is the nation's oldest professional ballpark and former home of the Birmingham Black Barons of the Negro Leagues. The MLB played games in 2021-2022 at the Dyersville, Iowa home of the 1989 Kevin Costner film. No game was scheduled this year as the Field of Dreams undergoes renovations. Mm-hmm. So there's yep. that so, for you. Oldest ballpark mm-hmm. and uh, tie-ins there with the uh, Giants and Willie Mays. And speaking of, uh, you know, rats uh, leaving the ship, Travis, a prominent player in the NBA will be testing free agency. According to ESPN, Washington Wizards for Kyle Kuzma has declined his player option and will become a free agent. He told reporters back in April they would consider returning to Washington. 27-year-old coming off a season where he averaged a career-high 21.2 points, along with 7.2 rebounds per game. So uh, already gone is uh, Bradley Beal, now Kyle Kuzma also leaving the Wizards as well. 
Gone. Mm-hmm. And the Utah Jazz are hoping to reach a wider audience next season. The Jazz will be making their game broadcast available over the air on KJZZ-TV during the 2023-2024 season. Utah Jazz team owner Ryan Smith has a new production company called SEG Media that will allow Jazz fans with a basic antenna to watch games that won't be televised nationally. There will also be a paid subscription-based streaming service that will consist of unique team content. Smith said, quote, if you have a TV with rabbit ears, we're going to be able to hit 100% of our audience. <laughs> so, rabbit ears to rabbit get the jazz. Ears. Hmm. Not State exactly. Utah's a, a little behind, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Not exactly something they want to be shooting for. Yeah. That is, uh, that's Sports Center. Yeah. I had to include, include that jazz thing because they're counting <laughs> it like it's a huge deal. Yeah, and it's I like, know. Um, no, not, not really. Yeah, not as huge as you as you think. Uh, there. All right, so uh, let's clean up some stuff from the uh, NBA uh, draft talk that we closed out this show with there. As I uh, mentioned that uh, some players that we'll be uh, looking out for from a uh, big, big 10 perspective ever since uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. and Coleman Hawkins and also uh, Zach Eady yep. announced their return to uh, school as well. A couple of players from Indiana that we're looking out for. Uh, Jalen Hood, Scafino, he could potentially uh, slide into uh, the uh, lottery uh, there as we have a couple of players from Michigan as well. Coach's son, Jet Howard, could be uh, potentially taken off the board in the first round, or he will be taken off in the first round. So Kobe Bufkin uh, there as well. Chris Murray, Chris Murray from Iowa, just like his uh, brother, could be a, a late round pick there. As well as I know that he didn't play in the Big Ten last year, but Brandon Podzinski, he went to Santa Clara and balled out. He could potentially slide into the uh, first round there. If a uh, late pick, currently ESPN has him 27 board mm-hmm. uh, there. And then you have to slide all the way down here to uh, find the other Hoosier that could be taken here in the draft, and that's Trace Jackson Davis uh, there from Indiana. Kobe Brown, if he could just play like he did uh, in that bragging rights game, he'd be a first-round pick. Uh, but he's uh, going to be projected the 44th uh, pick, so... He could be in the second round. Seth Lundy from uh, Penn State is out there as well from uh, Penn State. Uh, there are a couple of uh, Arkansas players that we saw in the uh, tournament. Uh, there one potentially could go in the uh, lottery. Nick Smith Jr. Uh, there from the uh, Razorbacks. Uh, there was another one. I thought Anthony Black, that's the one that... I uh, could go in the uh, lottery for sure. Mm-hmm. Currently the eighth best pick uh, there from the Razorbacks. Uh, there some uh, national champions, uh, UConn, Jordan Hoggins as the 16th best prospect, according to ESPN. There the shooting guard. Uh, Brandon Miller's uh, Alabama teammate, uh, Noah Clowney. 21st ranked. He also got uh, Bryce uh, Sinzaball for the uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's uh, currently a number 22 ranked pick uh, right now for the uh, NBA draft tomorrow. And uh, we talked about who was going to be the second pick, Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson. Something about it may not be a 
good thing? It it may not matter, and here's why. It may Travis. not matter. That's what yeah. he said. Um, three of the other <laughs> top five prospects behind um, Wimbama did not attend college. Those being yep, Scoot Henderson, did. Amon Thompson, and Azar Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yep, the two twins. If all four of those get selected in the top five, Travis, it will match 2001 for the most top five picks that did not attend college. Who were the top five picks in that 2001 draft that weren't didn't go to college? I'm glad you asked, Travis. Who are they? Kwame Brown. <laughs> Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. Paul Gasol. And Eddie Curry. Ooh. It's a great draft class to be compared to. Yeah, not exactly. That's why one out of four, only one's going to be good. And I think it'll be Wimbama. So the other <laughs> the other ones behind that don't matter. I screwed. Yeah. And if uh, Henderson is to go second, it would mark the first time since the 2003 draft that the top two selections were both non-collegiate players. That was LeBron first and Darko, That's number right. two. Yeah. So you don't want to be two there either. No. <laughs> no. Uh, definitely not. So Henderson is hoping to be three. Mm. Yeah. So I'll have to uh, uh, see. You're talking about those uh, Thompson uh, kids. They played for Overtime Elite, uh, Overtime Elite City Reapers mm-hmm. in the G League uh, there, and they're also with twins as well. So and they could be going back to back. Hmm. That's uh, something that you don't see every day. Yeah. Going back-to-back selections there with twins. So, well, we'll have to see who goes uh, number two and in, in here over on 98.9. Yep. Tomorrow. And tomorrow. We'll still have more stuff to uh, uh, dive into tomorrow as well. Yep, and the Pacers and Hornets each have five picks in this year's draft, which is time for the most of any team. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did see some mock drafts I saw. I it's all uh, Houston's name come up a lot too, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because thought about some trades the, or something. The Pacers and Jazz each have three first round picks. It marked the third consecutive draft. Multiple teams have three first round selections. Hmm. So seven teams have multiple first round picks, tied for the second most in any draft in the modern draft era. But nine teams don't have a first round pick which would be tied with the 2014-2016 drafts for the most teams not to make a first-round selection. Hmm. So, what one of those nine teams will trade in to try and get a first-round pick? Hmm. If any. I say maybe none at all. Maybe none at all. Maybe it'll be very quiet on draft night. Maybe. And so we'll also be exploring some uh, uh, trades that could potentially be going down as well tomorrow. And this draft, Travis, is very historic. Um, this draft, it is the 30-year anniversary of the 93 draft, which Chris Webber was selected first overall by the Magic, but traded to Golden State for Anthony Hardaway and three first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Which Anthony Hardaway ended up being okay until he got injured. Yeah. Chris Webber ended up being okay, too. Yeah, he ended up being all right. But not with Golden State. No. It was with the Kings. Right. It's the 20-year anniversary, Travis, of the 2003 draft, which is the best, widely considered the best oh. in NBA history. LeBron, Carmelo, Bosh, Wade, uh, all in the top five. Those top five yielded 53 all-star selections, the most of any class. Second place in 1984, Travis, with 37. They have wow. 53 all-star selections. And it's the 15-year anniversary of Derrick Rose being drafted number one. Ooh, 
Yeah. There you go. Yep. It hurts every time I read that. So, <laughs> yep, and we all know what happened. Hey, we got an MVP season out of him. That's true. Still playing in the league. That's true. Kind of. Kind of. So we sitting on the bench a lot. I'm still very upset, by the way, and I didn't bring this up, that the Heat did not yet Udonis Haslam get a, a, a minute. Nope. Didn't it's a happen. shame. Didn't happen. Shame. Oh, shame, well. Shame, shame. I guess we'll have to run it back for another season. Oh, no. He can't come back for another one. <laughs> Grandpa Haslam. He didn't do anything anyway, so. Might as well just pay him to sit on the bench. Exactly. Might as well. Might as well. Bring him back. Yes. Do it. Uh, all right. So uh, let's take a look at. Spe- I was going to say, speaking of Anthony Hardaway, mm-hmm. he just got suspended three games over recruiting violations. Just came out today. Jeez. Uh, yep. So he will be suspended. What is it with Memphis? I don't know. Uh, always with the violations. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Uh Come on, what are you doing? All right, now let's take a look at uh, some uh, college baseball there in Omaha as we had uh, two elimination games as it was the Volunteers uh, bowing out as they can scratch across any runs as LSU won a 5-2-0, so eliminating Peyton Manning's team. Get out of here, Tennessee. Get out of here. Get out of here. And a TCU also was victorious as well as they won over Oral Roberts 6-1 to one advancing uh, there. So uh, we got action tonight. Speaking of TCU, they'll be advancing to take on uh, Florida in the uh, semifinals. And you also got uh, uh, Wake Forest going up against LSU tonight as well. Florida TCU will be uh, coming up here shortly, actually. Mm-hmm. And Wake Forest and LSU will be at 6 o'clock uh, tonight uh, there. So check it out. Mm-hmm. They're in Omaha. Yep. And uh, before we move on from baseball, Travis, we're going to talk a little more Major League Baseball real quickly. Uh, Home Run Derby X. What? Is returning. Started last season. It is the... Um, basically it's, it's four co-ed teams of three players and a batting practice pitching coach, uh, doing home run derby. Uh, it's basically blending baseball action with augmented reality to be a futuristic home run derby. And they're the four teams that will be represented are the Red Sox, Yankees, Cubs, and Cardinals here in London. So Travis, the lineups have come out. Oh, boy. Would you like to know who's on each team? I sure would. Well, we'll start with the Yankees, Travis. They are led by their legend, Nick Swisher, <laughs> returning from last year. Of course. Last year, he bashed a total of 51 home runs. Wow. So, on, on a roll. Uh, he'll be joined by the superstar, who is Erica uh, Pentecostale. Um, she's a softball player, plays in, in Japan uh, currently. So, there you go. Um, she also played at McNeese State. And then the big hitter, British baseball fans will know the name of Alex Crosby. Who? I don't know. He is the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs infielder who hit a walk-off sacrifice fly that defeated Spain in the World Baseball Classic. And the first ever uh, Great Britain win. So mm-hmm. that's who he's known as. So that's your Yankees team. 
Okay. The Red Sox, their legend, Travis. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gomes. Yep, Johnny Gomes. Johnny Gomes, two-time All-Star or two-time World Series champion, by the way. Mm-hmm. He I helped remember. deliver the Red Sox the inaugural Home Run Derby X title in Mexico City last year. <laughs> so be on the lookout uh, for that. In this title, yes, he'll be joined by Elizabeth Mason. Mm-hmm. She's a former Florida State Seminoles utility player who helped the team win the 2018 NCAA National Championship and finished runner-up to Oklahoma in 2021. So obviously, pretty good. She crushed 32 career home runs during her softball career. Mm. And their big hitter, Hanley Ramirez. Nice. So Hanley Ramirez will be joining there with the uh, the Red Sox. That's your Red Sox team. Mm. The Cubs team. Yeah. The legend. For the Cubs. Yeah. Dexter Fowler. <laughs> home run hitter Dexter Fowler. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 13 home runs during his best season with the Cubs. <laughs> he had 127 across his 14-year big league career. <laughs> nice. That's great. <laughs> uh, he'll be joined by Alex Hugo, who is a former softball star at the University of Georgia and in the National Pro Fast Pitch League, currently the U.S. Women's National Team star who returns to the Cubs and Home Run Derby X for the second season. During last year, she finished eighth in home runs with 29 and third in catch points with eight. So there is that. <laughs> and the big hitter for the Cubs, Uriel Forbes. Who? What? I don't know. He is a Bahamas native who was on Great Britain's World Baseball Classic roster this spring, appearing in one game. <laughs> so now we go to the Cardinals, Travis. Uh huh. The legend for the Cardinals. Yep. David Eckstein. <laughs> what? Yes. David Eckstein in yes. the home run derby. It says Eckstein may not be the first name you think of when it comes to homers, but the five foot six shortstop made a career out of proving people wrong. Oh my god. Two time All Star. Led the league in hit by pitches and sacrificed hits twice in his career. Sadly, neither are worth points in the Home Run Derby X, so it doesn't help. But two-time wow. World Series title, and he was an Easter egg in Parks and Rec. So that's what you got for David Eckstein. Wow. The uh, superstar is Lansdell, uh, Ashton Lansdell, who's returning slugger from last season, but she's traded in her Dodger blue for Cardinal red. She was a member of the United States women's national team. She was uh, called up at just 17 years old. She's pitched and played outfield in the 2019 Pan American Championships, and cracked two home runs, and stole three bases. So there you go. And finally, your big hitter, Travis. Yeah, I can't wait. Elena Snow, a former UCLA Bruin where she won the national title in 2019. She now lines up for the Great Britain softball team. She was part of the silver medal winning team from last year's European Women's Championship. She was just named to the roster for the upcoming World Cup. Mm. This is why you don't know about this. <laughs> David Eckstein, I can't get over that. Hey, you never know, Travis. We couldn't have pulled anybody else. No. Hey, we got Dexter Fowler, who was only a Cub for two years. I know. And he's but... our legend. I know, but, jeez, at least, uh, I say at least he can hit some home runs. I, I Maybe. That's. So, it's play, the, the Home Run Derby X, the field of play is smaller. Teams going head-to-head and points up for grabs 
on both offense and defense. They'll be swinging for the fences while their opponents patrol the outfield. The home run scores one point for the offense, and a catch is one point for the defense. There are also other ways to score. Target hits can earn extra points for the batters. Each batter also has a hot streak, which is five consecutive pitches where home runs and targets count double, but a catch in the hot streak is also double the points for the defense. Hmm. So, yeah. It's all about defense, too. And Major League Baseball is committed to the long-term development of Home Run Derby X. This is a multi-year initiative with plans for future expansion, Travis. <laughs> future expansion. Yes, and this is kicking off London weekend. So. All right. Yes, yes. Can't wait, so I'll have Can't to check it wait. out. Can't wait. <laughs> I'll have to uh, check it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, there you go. Check out the Home Run Derby X if you can. Uh, we will. Yes. Maybe. So, there's that for you. There's that. All right. So, uh, what do you got for a NASCAR news NASCAR, today? We mentioned it yesterday. It's now official. Josh Berry will be taking over for Kevin Harvick in the four. That announcement uh, was made today. Uh, Josh Berry. I love his story, Travis. Uh he got into racing by racing Dale Earnhardt Jr. on a racing sim, a video game. He was just a video gamer, and Dale Jr. gave him a shot at his short track car that he owned, and he did well in it, and he just kept moving up, moving up. He's going to be a rookie at 33 years old, which is old for NASCAR, yeah. um, but hmm. he's got lots of experience, and he worked on his own cars, so he knows the value of a car. He doesn't tear up his equipment very often, stuff like that, so... Uh, Josh Berry will be in the four with the hmm. same crew chief that Kevin Harvick has now. So a veteran crew chief with kind of a veteran er driver. Uh, and I don't know because Kevin Harvick has carried that four team forever for Stuart Haas and the rest of his teammates haven't looked good at all this year. So no. it'll be interesting to see with Kevin Harvick out of there, what the rest of that team will look like. Hmm. Yeah. So. A rookie. Yep. 33. Yeah. He's old. He's older. He's got a lot of success um, at the short track level and mm-hmm. at the Xfinity level. He's won some races there. Hmm. So he, he, he knows how to get it done. Yeah. He'll be a threat at places like Bristol, North Wilkesboro, Martinsville, you know, places like that, those short tracks that he has lots of experience on. He's one of the few cup drivers, Travis, who has a lot of experience at North Wilkesboro. Hmm. as opposed to some of these other guys because he ran when they brought back North Wilkesboro last summer and they had kind of races he ran a lot of the races there uh, hmm. during the week just because he still is part of Dale Jr.'s short track program now I don't know if that's going to be true now because he's switching to Ford and Dale Jr. is a Chevy guy so I don't know how much they'll be still interacting with each other but for yeah. many years he was helping with that uh, short track team for, for Dale Jr. and was Dale Jr.'s spotter when Dale Jr. would uh, race in those races Really? Yep. Hmm. Spotter and crew chief. Spotter, nice. Yep. So, there you go. Officially official. Officially official happens next year. Mm, there you go. So, that's what we got there. All right. So, uh, uh, this day in sports history. Yeah. On this day in 1997, the WNBA, the new Women's Professional Basketball League, played its first regular season games as New York beat Los Angeles 67-57. to Houston beat Cleveland 76-56. to And Sacramento beat Utah 70-60. to On this day in 2012, the Heat finished off the Thunder in Game 5 of the NBA Finals, giving LeBron James the first ring of his career. Mike Miller had 23 points on 7-8 of 3-point shooting for the Heat. 
And finally, Travis, on this day in 2018, the Hawks selected Luka Doncic with the third overall pick in the draft and then completed a trade with the Mavericks to acquire Trey Young. Mm. Who won? <laughs> it's got to be the Mavs, right? But neither one has had success in the postseason, so... Right, yeah. I, I would guess the Mavs, yeah. But... Lucas had more talent around him and hasn't been able to do the same thing. Trey like hasn't been able to get any further than Trey Young has. Yeah, not really. I mean, Trey Young has nobody. Well, he had like the really. ghost of Vince Carter playing with him for a year. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I, it's hard for me to say one at this point is better than the other. I mean, on pure stats, I would say Luca. But again, Luca has had more more talent around him. I think the the stats the stats would say Luca is better. There's a lot of people saying that the uh the Hawks could possibly be trading Luca. Or be trading Trey Young. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's something to keep an eye on. We've mentioned how he's just kind of there. He hasn't really been Electrifying. Mm hmm. So. Hmm. I was going to look. His rookie year, Travis, when he was 20 years old for uh, Trey Young on that uh, Atlanta team. Yeah. He had. Let me see. I was just going to look at who's, who else is on that team talent wise. Who do we who do we got here? Javen Adams, Justin Anderson, Kent Bazemore, Vince Carter, John Collins. Jeremy Lin, Miles Plumley, oh gosh, Teron Prince, Jeremy Lin, and Tyler Zeller. <laughs> That's the team. His rookie year, and they went twenty-nine and fifty-three, as you would expect. Yep, some winners there. The next year added DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Charlie Brown Jr., <laughs> Vince Carter. Yeah, mm. I like. Uh, I don't Chandler Parsons. Cam Reddish, gosh, Evan Turner gosh. in 2019. Yeah, I mean, I think John Collins is a pretty solid player, but not exactly like a superstar. Not Porzingis level, or not Kyrie. Not oh well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie. Like Lucas had more, and he hasn't been able to do. He's done the exact same thing. At least Trey Young made it to the finals, Conference the Eastern Conference Finals. finals. Yeah. You know, it was against Milwaukee, and they got, you know. But that year they made it. That's what I'm looking at right now. They had Gallinari, Chris Dunn, Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, they didn't have, like, the Cam Reddish, superstars Tony Snell. or anything. But they were just a, a solid squad. They were again. just a solid squad. But they were led by Trey, Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say they weren't. Right. So. Yeah, and wasn't that the year that he kind of got into it with the Knicks fans. Yep, and yep. We all that. thought he was the next guy. And the next year they added Kevin Knox to his team and ugh. Nothing. Nothing. They weren't nothing. Yep, yep. So, oh well, we'll look for the next guy. We'll look for the maybe next Maybe he'll one. be found in the draft. Yeah, maybe we will. We'll have to see. We will. Tomorrow night. Yep. We'll have to see and listen. So, that's all I got. 
All right, I think that's uh, all we got. We got everything uh, cleaned up there, so we'll be uh, back tomorrow. Talk more baseball and more NBA draft. So stick around for that. Till then, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.